get it. This is the Calm and Chaos Podcast, episode 32. I'm Thomas. I'm Matt. I'm Dakota. And I'm Jaden. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Because the world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets, we're also working you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. Welcome back to the Comic Chaos Podcast, episode 32. Aww. So right before we were talking about mission strips, and we were having a good conversation, and then we were like, wait, we should record this, so. No, I, like, listen, <laughs> I know, I know you said you're, you're, see, here's the thing, though, you already went to Guatemala, so I feel like if I went to this next Guatemala trip with you, you're gonna be like, you kinda already know the lay of the land. I hate that. You know what I mean? I see, that's that. what I don't want. I, I want know. you to be screwed with me. I know, I that's know. That's why I want to go to Africa. You've never had a rhino charge at you yet. <laughs> And neither have I. And I don't want I don't want you to have that that experience first uh, over me. You know, I want you to be in there with me. I, that is one of my biggest pet peeves is when you go on a missions trip, people that have already been to that place oh, yeah, or the last time we were here. Or have, yes, oh my yes, gosh. Yes. Or they've already been to the place that you've been to or you're going to and they're like, "Oh, well it works this way. It works this way." And, and we do the this. The last we time this. we were here. It's, you you got to take everything at face value because every time you go is a new time. Yes. You yes. can't and this is actually something that we talked about on that missions trip to for the people that were getting culture shock. When you go into a missions trip or when you go into experiences like that, you have a certain expectation for what is going to happen or what you want to get out of it. You have to take those expectations and throw them out, throw the, them window out the window because that's not what's going to happen and or something completely different is going to happen and you have to be ready for God to move and you can't be holding your other expectations in front of the way that God wants to move. Wow. And it, when people on a missions trip do that and when they're like well this is what we did last time well we can't do that because we did it this way before you go with the flow yeah like, you have that, to go with the flow that there is, is no other option 100% what, like it's one of the themes of every mission trip that I've been on it's figure out how to go with the flow yeah you if gotta you, be dynamic if you can't go with the flow you're gonna die not die, but well, like you're I, gonna I mean, lose. depending on the situation, it may very well be. <laughs> you could die. <laughs> you very well may be the case, you know. Well, yeah. like we had, we had these two people on our mission trip this time that like they got culture shock and they were like, "Well, we just want to go out in the market and do our own thing," and we were like, "That's not how that works. You can't, you're not on vacation. Yeah, you can't do that. It's not because you're not adults. You are. You're an adult, and if you were on vacation, go for it. But you're on a mission trip." In the not best part of this country, if you go out by yourself in a market where you don't speak the language, especially you're not, in danger. because like when you're in those markets and stuff, like they will come to you to try yes. to sell you yes. their stuff, you know, and they're not persistent. Even, not even the markets, dude. I think yeah, I told anywhere. you this. Walmart. Yeah. They were selling me said. things in Walmart. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, you're just in the peanut aisle. You're like, yo, 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 peanut, peanut. Like, just grabbing your shoulder. Like, come with me, come with me. Oh, the whole time. they all know that you're the white dude. Yes. You stick out like a sore thumb. Huh. Oh, Africa would be way worse. I, I want that. I I like, I fit in a little bit in Guatemala because of my oh, black I hair. I thought you were going to say in Africa. I was like, you <laughs> No, no, no. In, in Guatemala, I fit in a little bit. I, my skin's a little lighter, but my black hair, fit, like, so I fit in and they, like, kind of knew that I was the gringo but they kind of were just like eh he might be one of us because but like uh, there were a couple times where I played deaf because I was like I don't want you to try and sell me things so I'm just going to keep going but the reason we started this conversation is I'm going back to Guatemala and I want them to come with me 
and then they were like, well, I don't know. If the reality is, is that I, I, I cannot just be popping trips like you can. I that, know. That, like with work and everything, and espe- especially book. because I'm closing on property next month, so I'm already dishing out like thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, I didn't as it know is. That. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. I'm not excited yet. Cool. I'll be excited when it's in my name. Yeah. It's it's been almost two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Matt, yeah, Matt, you're not in the same that. boat. You could, but you're a hard worker. Well, no, I I just took a. I pretty much just took a week off for vacation, and like, it's really really hard. But you can what I you do. can plan ahead, if you know that you're going on this trip three months in advance, four months in advance. Yeah, yeah, you you can, but like, I mean, you, you just don't like completely understand the dynamic of what I do. I think it's you'll never rough. get ahead enough to be able to like not be backlogged. Right. Well, like and if I don't work, slammed. like my business stops, and like. I gotta keep the ball rolling, and I can't just keep on taking weeks off. Like mm-hmm. that's why people fail. Mm-hmm. So, but I, th- the reason that I want to go is partially conceited in a way, is because I want to see how privileged we are, and I know that's something that, like, some of our friends that have went on mission trips have taken away from some of their trips is to like how good we have it here, and I would like that shock because I know that we're extremely privileged, and it makes me cringe whenever I hear people order expensive coffees and and stuff like that because like we have it so so unbelievably good mm-hmm. and you guys have all had the privilege of going on a trip you guys realize i haven't been on yeah. a missions yeah. trip oh i didn't even think about that yeah i know so like th- the only mission trip i've ever been to was the erie city mission and i was like nope. 12 or something like that and it, I- it it was nothing like what you guys have been on, and I would really like to have one of those experiences even, of my even own. Even the ones that I've been on, honestly, I mean, the I will say the one in Saint Lucia was actually like, it was really cool because we did go to some like really bad places, like and like I, I remember I forget what the name of the town was, but like I remember as soon as we drove past the sign for that town, my heart just sank. Like I immediately felt like just the difference of it. But we stayed in an actual hotel every night, and it had like a huge pool and stuff like that. So like at the end of the day, it was like kind of leaving that what I wanted to be in the whole time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like when we were out, yeah, it was real. And you know, you know, I could like tell, like you see people living in like literally just like that wavy tin shacks that it's like four sheets of eight by four as your wall. And then two little like three by three squares on top with holes all over it. And like, it's literally yeah. held together because it's, leaning against each other and like that's it so i mean it's like you you get that kind of shock and you do see people who like have like literally nothing but like i mean at some point i came back and like i forgot about it i think that the missionaries and the places that you go with do that on purpose i think yeah and they do so that you don't get super culture shock because if you just take a bunch of people that have never been out of the country before and you throw them in a shack they're not gonna do the best work that they can do no, they're going to have no idea what's going on. They're just going to, like, freeze. Well, my purpose for going would be more for uh, the aspect of growth for myself rather than well, reaching yeah. other people. Because, like, think about it. If you want to reach other people and you want to save people, dude, go to your back door and, you know, like, right. there's people all over the place. But, like, I think being in that environment and seeing how other people live and, and see how they – See what their circumstances are like. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about that real quick. What? Why is it so much harder to go to your neighbor and preach to them than it is to fly halfway across the world and do it to <laughs> someone you'll never see again? Is it because you'll never see them again? Uh, yeah. It, but be, like, why? Because there, there's, I, like, I know, like, subconsciously, I think there's an upkeep to it. If I if I go and I preach to my literal neighbor, and I like try and save them. I have to keep doing that. See, I, I have to keep up a a. I have to keep up who I am, and if I mess up, then I'm gonna be like, ah, crap. See, yeah, I feel like that's kind of how I feel too, in a way. Like, I feel, I feel like. I, I guess like you'd be like their example or whatever, and if they see their example as like, you know, even I don't even want to say wishy washy because I definitely don't think I'm wishy washy, but like I mean, I'm a human. You know, stuff happens. You like forget. You like get caught up in the moment sometimes or whatever. You know, whatever it is, but like you screw up. And then if you see certain, like, the certain people that are, like, watching you, you know, like, hey, he just, he just did this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Why could, why can't I do that thing? Why, how come whenever I do that thing, they're like, hey, you shouldn't do that. I just watched him do it. That is the main reason that I always say, I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah. Like, when I, when I go and I'm preaching or I'm like, 
I say that I'm preaching. I don't preach, but like when I'm going, I'm talking to people about the Bible and stuff like that. One of my main things that I say to people is I'm a piece of garbage. And th that's like my saving grace for me because like when I mess up or like when they see me mess up yeah. like that, I'm like, I told you from the get go, I'm a piece of garbage. I'm going to mess up. That's like not even like what it is for me though, because like you, cause I say the same thing, but like, yeah, you know, just screw up sometimes. It's just how it really is. But like that doesn't that doesn't like hold me back from anything. My it's like just like the initial like, hi, I'm a Christian. Oh, that's so hard for me. That's that's what it is for me. Cause like once it's out there into the wind, you know, like whatever. Well, I don't care past that point. But like, why is it so hard to bring it up? I. Why am I afraid to bring that up to people? I don't do it in that way. I guess I guess it's it's how you think about it. Because I would never sit there and just go, hey, I'm a Christian. Or, like, have well, that mean, type of I, conversation. I, I, I don't think I would either. Well, yeah, but, like, I would never have that type of conversation where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm a Christian. I, I try and bring up an issue in the person or in the thing that we're talking about that I can relate back to something we talked about on the podcast or something I can tell them in the Bible. Because then if I just start preaching the Bible at them, Right. I'm and not that, telling well, you, hey, I'm a Christian. And, but but I'd rather not preach at them. But when I'm talking the Bible to them, it's less me saying, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe these things. I don't right. like. When you when you tell people that you're a Christian, there comes this negative thought already. Right. But when I'm just telling them the values of Christ and the things that I live by, they don't have that negative thought because I'm just saying that I love people. Right. Yes. That that's the way I do it. Or the way that I like to think that I do it. That's like because if it if it like comes up casually somehow like if like if the other especially if the other person brings it up if the other person brings it up there I take that as my segue you know mm -hmm. I just go right into it if they you know if they want to talk about it I'll bring it right up but like I can't just bring it right up like they like sometimes it happens mm -hmm. and I guess that varies from person to person I guess it's yeah some people are really good at yeah, it yeah I guess some people just like you know kind of how we are we just kind of like want to hear what you have to say you know some people are like that. And some people are just like, maybe you're watching a baseball game. They want to talk about baseball. And if you steer that conversation anywhere other than baseball, they're like, hey, well, it was nice meeting you. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Well, well I, shot. I also think it's very important to build relationships before, not before, but build a relationship <laughs> instead of just shoving the Bible oh, no, down people's No, definitely. Throat. I'm thinking of this in the context of like work. Mm. That well, is, why can I think, not do that? That is very I think difficult. context is what we got to why can I not do that? Like, is this somebody that you run into on the street, or is this somebody you see? No, every day? no, this is like the everyday people I see. Why? Can I not work, do it? work was so difficult for me when I was going into the factory every day because, like, I just started adapting their habits instead of trying to change right. them. Right. And it was, it, I couldn't. It, it was so hard for me. But then the one day I was like, okay, I'm not gonna cuss at work anymore. Like, like literally, I've we had that day 18 times. Well, so that's my, that's my problem. Well, so here, the difference is I quit, I quit. <laughs> and you, you're still there. But I like, I said that the one day I was like, okay, I'm not going to cuss at work anymore. And I remember like a week after that, I said a cuss word on accident. Cause I like, I grabbed some parts and they like ripped through my hand and I cut my hand really bad and I cussed. And the one kid went, I've never heard you cuss before. And I was like, ah, why did I have cuss again? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man!" I was like, "I just ruined that." Yeah, that's what I don't. I don't get what like. I don't know. It's almost like it's like it's like a shame thing, but like I'm not ashamed of it. I just can't. I can't bring it up. I don't know. I have no idea. It's not. It's not like there's like a mental block. Like you know, like I have this relationship already. It's not like I'm like gonna like. I mean, what are they gonna do? Quit their job over it? No, they're not gonna quit their job over it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It was really hard for me, too. Thomas, how do you do it? I don't, like, see people at work. <laughs> really? I have very little interaction. Oh. That's my dream. I mean... I also have zero a lot of the, A lot of the Job's people the that opposite. I work... <laughs> like, the, the people that I have regular interaction with are, like... The one guy's name is Russ. He goes to New Life. Mm. And then, like... He's the one that I see the most. And then there's other, like, there's two, um, one of the guys in shipping, Bob, goes to New Life as well. My team leader goes to Community Alliance. The other guy goes to Community <clears throat> Alliance. I don't know. 
I'm just I'm 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 in the same boat as Dakota, I guess, where it's like I don't know. I don't ever think about bringing it up though. That's the weird thing. I don't ever think about bringing it up like like at work. I don't I don't ever like every now and then though I'll just be like <laughs> I'll just like be in the shower and be like, "Man, I could have brought that up at this point." Yeah. And then like the moment was already passed and there was no other way, you know what I mean? Mhm. Like, there was just, it wasn't even, like, an actual window. It was just me thinking about, like, they could have said just something. Be like, yeah, me and my friends were talking about this or whatever. And then just segue right into it somehow. You know what I mean? Actions speak louder than words. I don't think you really have to say anything. Oh, yeah, I guess guess that's also true. I don't think, like, I think, like, we think that we have to bring this up and we have to talk to people about it. But uh, I think that it's just about um, action speaking louder than words. And That's true not really worrying about the rest because I think the rest organically plays itself out. But I think this conversation is also important because if you never talk it out and never think about it, you then it's never going to yeah, happen. I mean, I've been but in like, the same loop for like three years. But so. like now that you're, but now that you're like sitting here and you're like, Hey, I actually kind of want to do this N- next time you're at work and an opportunity arises. You're like, Oh, Hey, I'm gonna do it now. Yeah. No, I'll forget again. Nah, you I'll, got it. <laughs> the one, the one person that I do kind of get into conversations like that with is Jess. She listens to this podcast. She listens to this all the time. And so I use your koozie, Jess. So we'll like we'll talk about the podcast stuff. I also use the koozie. It's dope. I keep it in my car. Actually, that's the one I keep in my car. Mine's in my underwear drawer. (laughs) Do you you guys ever? Do you guys keep like certain like where you'll have multiple or something, but you have one that you keep in your car? Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah, I have, I, have knives. I have a car knife. I have a yeah. car hatchet. I have a car koozie. Same, I have same. A lint, oh, yeah, I have yeah, a car yeah, lint yeah. roller. I need a lint roller. Me too. I, I, I got a I got a dog. Glade one. <laughs> it's got this nice green handle and it smells like Glade. That's nice. <laughs> uh, actually, with with the koozies, my dad he picked it up and he's like, "Where'd you get this?" And I was like, "Uh, Jess Jess made it. She listens to the podcast. She works with Thomas." And he was like, "Well, you need more of that." <laughs> And I was like, yeah, thanks, Dad. Right. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, send me the logo. And I, I sent it to him, and he was working on it in Photoshop to put it on T-shirts for us. Huh. And I told him, sorry, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll still use Jess. If Jess is an artist, get her to draw some stuff for us. I don't know if she is or <laughs> The Tigo Yeet. I yeah. Never, I never asked her about that. We, we need to, hey, Jess, <laughs> if you're listening to this. DM the Instagram. Well, Thomas will probably talk to her about it before she hears this podcast, but. We, if anyone out there is an artist, that's what we need. Cause like we could get t-shirts going, but Kayla's the one who designed the logo. Yeah. I mean, that's she's an artist. Okay. We need to talk to her too. Yeah. But if anyone has like designs they want to send, I ain't saying no. (laughs) Um, but Matt, you need to come on a mission trip with me. Yeah, I'm down. Wait till Africa with me. No, come on. Well, no, you I, better you better not make Africa your first trip. No, I kind of do. Oh, okay. I, do it. I think you're gonna get. I, I don't think. I, I don't think it matters. It, the, the Africa or Guatemala. I don't right. think it matters. Right. Dakota's it Dakota's I, been I to. I don't want to have Jaden like have an idea of what's going on, and I don't. Let's go without I, him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you skip this one. Will you skip this one? No. We're saving for the next no. one. No. <laughs> just ignore him the whole time. <laughs> hey, Jaden can go with this group, and then uh, we'll swing it. I I okay. Listen, if. if that is what your stipulation is. I'll keep my mouth shut the whole time. I no, won't, no, no. I won't give no, you any pointers. Because there's no, there's no kind of like lack of improv out of you at this point. I mean, there will be a little bit of something you're going to be like, well, i got to figure this out. But, I mean, you're not just going to be totally – I want you to be totally lost with us. <laughs> I don't want you to have even the slightest maybe possibility of a recollection of anything. Why do you want to go on a mission trip again? I, I love it. I, I love the – aspect of going out and getting to reach people that people in my position wouldn't normally be able to reach but like why do you go to the cracks and crevices of the world aside from just your hometown um so i i genuinely feel like god has given me a gift to speak i am i am a good talker and when we went to jamaica I got to use that gift. I got to, I, I talked in front of the church, like I gave a message on Sunday. And when we went to the different places, I got to talk to the Jamaican people. And it was really cool. But then when I went to Guatemala, 
I got challenged because I couldn't talk to them. And it, so like you were saying, the personal growth aspect, 95% of the people that go on missions trips, they go in thinking the opposite of what you're thinking. They're like, I'm going to go help people. I'm going to change the world. I can do that right here. A hundred, ninety-five percent of the people go into it thinking that. A hundred percent of the time, you come back more changed than you change the other people. Mm-hmm. It it will always change you. And so my first one was in Jamaica, where I could speak the language. This one, this one was in Guatemala, where I couldn't speak them. So it was a new challenge for me, where I had to figure out how do I minister to these people if I can't even speak to them. And so personally, I like going, I like going on these trips because it challenges my faith. Mm. It makes me stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing that you can't, <clears throat> excuse me, that you get more going somewhere else than you would get anywhere here because you can. I mean, even if you just go to other parts of this country, like Tom, if you went to Houston a couple years ago and stuff like that, it's still it's for some reason or whatever. I mean, it's still America, and like you, you know it. You know what I mean. And so, like, you, you get this experience out of it and everything like that. But, like, there's not just, like, I don't know. When you go to other countries like that, like, there's this experience that you have. And, that, yeah, I guess it is kind of almost, like, selfish in a way. But, like, I mean, it's hard it's hard to pass up the opportunity to experience something like that. Because it, it definitely changes just, like, your overall character, I feel like. Absolutely. Like, whenever, whenever you experience something like that, seeing, like, how people live and honestly, like, in most cases, how happy people are with, with mm-hmm. so little. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, yeah, you have, you kind of have that reflection moment, and then you come back, and you, like, really take the appreciation of everything. But I don't know. It, it's, it's like a feeling that you can't even describe. Like, I, I honestly, I have this feeling. When we talked about a couple months ago or a year ago, whenever it was about, like, maybe going out west, like, to Colorado or Wyoming or Montana for, like, an elk hunt, that is some. That's that's how I feel like something like that would be. Like that is going to change me, mm-hmm. like to my core, mm-hmm. having an experience like that. I still so think that, we should do that. That's how I feel like about doing that kind of missions trip. Like that that will change me to the core of who I am as a person. And, and on and top that's why of why I, I like the thought of going. And so like exactly when you were saying for a, shell, a selfish reason I want to go because you think it's going to change you, it will one hundred percent exactly yeah. what you're wanting will happen because you see so much that you're not used to mm-hmm. and it, it just changes it changes yeah. something and it's not like when you go like on vacation and like you want to like take pictures of everything and, and like have like those memories or whatever you're in the moment that mm-hmm. like you're living every single second of the time that you're there and you'll have that with you until the day you die. so so i brought my camera to guatemala last time because i was supposed to be taking pictures I think I took like four. You can't. And they, and they, were, they were like, Jaden, you're supposed to be like taking pictures. So I was like, I can't. I, I, like, I'm, can't. I'm here to do something different. I'm like, not here to take pictures. That needs to be like your sole purpose of being on the trip if that's mm-hmm. what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But on top of that, a reason that I want to go back to Guatemala is because I built relationships with people in Guatemala mm-hmm. that I want to go back and see. And I want to keep the relationships going because I have a lot to learn from those people. Hmm. So you should come to Guatemala with me. And then you can come to Africa with me, Dakota and Matt. Um, is the next Guatemala trip, is that in November? Uh, I yes. Because so. it like wasn't it. originally supposed to be Guatemala. No, I, is that where we're, where you're going into the jungle like you talked about? No. no. That's uh, later on? Yeah. Because yeah. Oh. This, this one wasn't like planned from the get-go. This, there was changes. It wasn't supposed to be Guatemala for this November trip. Yeah, we, we were going to go to the Dominican, but something fell through, so yeah, we're yeah, going back to Guatemala. So I this, one, this one, this one is going to be like again, like I mean, they all kind of are, but like this one will be full blown dynamic, no plan at all. <laughs> you think? I mean, Wesley. Well, he'll have a plan because he lives there. Wesley is the type of dude that like you give him a day, he'll plan a month. I guess that's true. Like he's a very structured dude. And like he he's okay to change the plan, but he has to have a plan first. And he has already planned out two trips ahead. Oh. Like he knows what's going on. Well then he'd be good. Uh, but I think you should come, go on your first mission trip to Guatemala, a place where you're going with people who are already comfortable there. That is a good idea. And then we I go to Africa. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota just has me scared to go with you because you know what to expect. I'm not oh, gonna. Not, no, no, I no, don't no, do no, that. No, no, you don't need to be scared of it. No, no, not scared, just disappointed. <coughs> I don't oh, do okay, that. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dakota brought no, no, up a good no, point. I'm right? not even bringing up like you necessarily I in know. particular. I know the exactly what you're talking about. Because, because there are just people like that, and that's yes. okay. But I don't want that. I know you don't. You know what I mean? I don't want my other other than the people who are like there that live there and are like, you know, are I don't want to say tour guides, but for the sake of it are tour guides. Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to have any idea what's happening. Well, so that's, <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want to be like full blown on my toes at all time, ready to do anything I need to do. So that's anything. what that's what this Guatemala trip was, the one where I the last one I went on, and it was bad for a minute there. <laughs> Like, like some of the people that weren't as good as at going with the flow were super stressed. Yeah, th- see, I, I can't, like, that could not be me. No, like, I was chilling. Yeah. I was fine. Like, uh-huh. I, like, I'm so okay with going with the flow where, like, no matter what happened, mm-hmm. I was good. Yeah. But, it, like, there were, the people, there were other people. There were other people on that trip that they they got stressed it, out. Th- yeah, there's, there's situations where, like, I, I am actually like that. Like whenever we like are like, hey, we need to make a podcast, and we all show up, and we're like, anybody think about what to talk about? Nope. That that drives me nuts. I hate that none of us can ever think of stuff like that whenever that happens. But like stuff like that, I can, nobody's driving the boat except God. Yeah. Nobody nobody's driving the boat. Right. I'm right. just a passenger the whole way through it. So one of the stories that I said that actually portrays that perfectly is we, uh, we had a worship service in the house of the people that we went on that hike with because the rain started and we were supposed to go to a church and do worship there and then we couldn't get there so then we had a worship service in the house of these people that needed god and it was super cool because it's not what we were supposed to be doing but everyone was like you know what we'll trust god through this one and we'll go with the flow and it was amazing it was like the highlight of most of the people's trip. Yeah, that I think that's where people like the people that are like just by nature planners and like they need a plan and that's they gotta stick to the itinerary they, or else like all hell breaks loose. You know what I mean? You cannot be that kind of person on a trip. Like you gotta they, figure out how to let go. Of they that. have a rough time. You have to let go of that somehow. And I I feel like most of the time they do find that. See, Matt's a planner, but I think you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm it's pretty good yeah, with the flow too. Like, it's it's not like you get in, like I mean like last night like. You're like, anybody want to do anything? And they're like, we're leaving <laughs> yeah. in 10 minutes. You're like, I'll be there in 15. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it, you don't need everything planned to the T. But while we're on the aspect of personal growth, um, I would also like to plan some type of experience with some type of group or organization like Jaden had um, at whatever camp you were at. I don't know what. If that is some kind of denomination or what do you mean experience? Church camp. Yeah, you like want to go church... to church camp. You you yeah, want you honestly, want to see? I was gonna say. The, but the church camp that I do is not for just kids. True. And yeah, it just sounds really cool. I'd like to experience something like that. Okay, so it, like you, I think what you're looking for is the church camp that I go to is Pentecostal. Okay. Pentecostal. I just want to. I I want to like dabble with that with like. Oh, you'll get more than a not, not the Holy da- Spirit. You'll get more yeah, than a devil. Yeah, yeah, because like that's not something that we see like every Sunday in yeah. the churches. Well, that's because we don't go to Pentecostal or Southern Gospel churches. Right, but like I don't know a lot about that side of. Th- I mean, I guess I probably know more than the average it, person yeah, that just reads the Bible every day. But like I, I don't know. It's something that really intrigues me. You want it's something experience. that we've studied on. It's something that you need to experience. You want the to experience understand. of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll never. It'll never come full circle without just. Exactly. Being in it. Exactly. Genuinely, straight up, if you want to experience it, one, you can come to just a church service down at West Virginia when we go, or two, and or come to camp. Because uh-huh. like you could come to camp and they'll just give you a job to do. If I say that I trust you, they'll be like, okay, come on. Uh-huh. You could, you probably won't be a counselor, but you could sit there and you could help all, all week long and still take part in the church services. Yeah, yeah. And it like... I know that you're saying you can't take a week off of work and all that, like no, all the I, time. I kind of have to, you know. Like, but I yeah, mean, if the, it's about this. There does come a point where if you do want to step full into <clears throat> this and you do want to give your life to God, and you have to kind of give your life to some ministry sometimes. 
Right. Yeah. And I believe that, like, if you do that, God gives you prosperity in yeah. other places, you'll, too. You'll be taken care of. I right. Think, right. Yeah. So I think you need to come with me in November, and then next July, come with me to church camp. Yeah, but isn't Africa also next year? I'm not sure. I don't yeah, think. I think they were shooting for that to also be next I, year. I don't think Annalise has planned it yet. Oh, then no, then probably not. Then oh, okay, so you could do that. You could very well do that. That's kind of too far out. I, I th- want to do something like in a few weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. <laughs> you I mean, we could go to church on Sunday if you want. I'll drive you to West Virginia. Go see my family. Go see Pap. Go see Mall. Be fun. They're mad at me because I didn't go on vacation with them. They took me out of the will again. <laughs> Pap has taken me out of the will like seven times now because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, no, but I, I just like, I love that you want that because my whole life is I experienced that, yeah. And all I wanted was for you guys to experience it too, yeah. And I didn't know how to do it other than inviting you guys to church camp, and none of you ever came. <laughs> I invited you guys every year. <laughs> Never caught any invite. I well, Thomas, we weren't really friends in high school. Yeah, no, and I went to my own camp. Yeah, <laughs> um, I went to horse camp. <laughs> well, I think those camps are really special places. But here's here, something that I think would be really cool and that really intrigues me. Inside of that trip that you said is going to happen in a year or so to Guatemala, it's like getting it's like on four a, months. No, no, no. Like you talked about getting on a oh, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like getting way. And, and so I went to, what was that place called in West Virginia? Um, Blue Hole. Dolly Sods. Dolly Sods. Dolly Sods on a backpacking trip with my uncle and my cousin. And we were out in the absolute middle of nowhere without any service. There's no roads. There's no power lines. You're not allowed to fly airplanes over this spot. I mean, like, absolutely nothing. The place is gorgeous. Nothingness. And everybody cleans up all of their trash. There's there's absolutely nothing, and you are way, way out in the middle of absolutely nothing. And there's something special about being so far away from civilization and things that we're so used to seeing and just being a, a surrounded by pure and utter nature and freedom. And that's what I want out of my um, bachelor party. Oh, okay. Like something similar to that where it's like, Okay, we're in the middle of winter, and we have a shack. Yeah, here's your issue. You're getting married in the winter. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. We have a shack. If we don't make a fire, we're going to freeze to death. And, like, that is what I want. But, like, with with that comes, like, serious responsibility. But, like, yeah, that is freedom. Because so. if we die, your wife will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but what I'm saying is, like, that is complete and utter freedom that, like, if you don't do something – like to survive, then you're gonna die. And there's something like invigorating about that, and like that like really gets me excited. But what I'm saying is like being so far away from like those kinds of things, and feeling that sense of liberty and freedom away from everything in society, I think also ties into the spiritual realm as well. And that's why a lot of times in the Bible, um, like Jesus would go off alone and fast and in like some of the guys that I studied like Stefan Arneo and like some of these guys would go off into the jungle for like 40 days and fast by themselves with like nothing and like that's where I think that like the freedom inside of being away from society also ties into the freedom of being able to connect with things that we typically have distractions from that we're not able to connect with inside of like the spiritual realm. And like, if you're off on your own, you're off on your own. And that's something that like really, really intrigues me that I would like to experience Mm -hmm. more. And what I hate is like people that like, okay, we go camping and we go to a campsite and it's like, all right, you're like surrounded by a bunch of people with campers and like trailers and like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. And like, there's (laughs) an element of like, roughing it to that but like i want to be like off and like if you get bit by a snake like you're gonna die and like you know you know no no but like seriously that's that's where we were at like in dolly sods like we are like five miles back into the middle of nowhere and i'm allergic to bees if i get stung by a bee they're not going to be able to get me out of there and there's no cell service to contact anyone to come and get me like i'm gonna die and there's something invigorating about that 
of being completely and utterly off on your own that is just like does that not like get you excited it 100 percent does get me excited and i love it but my only thing is the whole time you're talking i'm thinking about your bachelor party and how it's going to be in the middle of winter and it's going to suck because it's going to be freezing but hey if that's what you want to do i'll do it uh does that not sound like fun where do we do that Oh, no. I'll well, figure it out. Dolly Sods actually has these little huts that you can go and build a fire inside of these huts and do like winter backpacking. We could do that. Oh, well, if that's the case. Okay. Like these little, and all, all they have inside of these like little cabins are like cut firewood. That's it. Like the rest of what you have is you. Okay. Pack does that not sound like fun, dude? It, it does. It sounds like so much fun. And I'm on the same page as you. The only thing oh, I have against on. it the only is thing? that I hate the cold. Oh, my, oh I'm fine with the cold. My feet, I'm fine with my the cold. feet get so cold, but I'll, I'll do it. If, no, if everyone else is down to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to piss up for a while about how cold my feet are. No, I don't care about the cold. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I'll do it. Okay, so anyhow, time that back to our original okay, conversation. Okay, so on missions trips, there is an aspect of that. The, the, when I went to Guatemala, I didn't have, I didn't pay for a phone plan in another country. So I didn't use my phone like the whole time. Mm-hmm. There was Wi-Fi in the hotel, but I couldn't even get it in my room. If I wanted to use it, I had to go out and sit in the lobby. Hmm. And so there's an aspect of what you're talking about on the mission trips I've been on because I'm so disconnected from the rest of the world. The only thing I'm focused on is what we're doing on mm-hmm. the trip. Mm-hmm. And it is a very freeing feeling because literally while I'm there, the entire world could have collapsed. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm here to do what I'm doing and I'm going to just be in it. And there is definitely a layer of that while you're on these trips. But there's also the people on the trips that pay for the phone plans and use their phones the whole time and do all that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's not what I was looking for. Right. And it's not what I look for when I go on these trips. When I go on the trips like this, I want to disconnect. Right. And like I, my mom was sad when I did that because I think I called her once the whole trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even at all. I think I texted her maybe once. And then afterwards, I got home and I told her all about it. But like while I'm on these trips, it, I am in a different planet compared to everyone else. And that's what I look for when I do it because mm-hmm. I want that disconnect. I want that. It's not necessarily a primal feeling, but it's a new feeling that you your, don't Your experience. direct world shrinks mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah. That's a good way There's to put it. way less to think about, way less to worry yes, about. Way, absolutely. Yeah, you know. I, just, you, you, you have in your life what is within sight and earshot of you, and that's all that exists. When I got back and I went back to work, I called the girl that I work with and I was like, hey, what the heck were we doing before I left? Because I genuinely sat down for 20 minutes and I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was like, I haven't thought about it in a month and it's gone. It's out of my brain. There's so much other stuff in my Like, I need you to recap me because I don't know what we're doing. It, like, there, there is a level to that in all of these things where if you want to disconnect yourself, you can disconnect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess we're going winter camping in Dolly Sods. I'm actually Dude. really excited for that, but right. I need to get new uh, rubber boots because my left one had a slice in the top of it I found oh. out the other day. Should I just wear my chest waders the whole time? I bet that'll keep me warm. It'll keep you warm. I have thermal chest waders. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, tell me. Are you excited? This sounds like it's right up your alley. Cold, miserable. Gosh, I hate the cold. <laughs> I'm, wait, wait. I'm in the same boat. As, like, I love the cold, but I'm in the same boat as Jaden where, like, my feet will be, like, solid blocks of ice. Yeah, mine will, too. But then, like, yeah. that's the but vibe, when, when your feet hurt like that and it's cold and you have to hike, like, this is a – Dolly Sods is a hike. I mean, hey, worst case scenario, I mean, you just don't hike if your feet are literally, like, immovable. Yeah, but if the five other people want to hike, I'm moving. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to – Pack the hand warmers. Okay, but think about the other people that are going to be on that trip with us. Like, we're good. Macker's good. Can Nathan and Jake, they don't do that. Like, we do that, but they don't do that. Yeah. Does, do Nathan and Jake even have the gear to do that? I don't know. I mean, I don't have, like, poles. Do I need poles? No. Oh, okay. Didn't know. You know what else would be really Do you know what we would need, though? Those things that stretch onto the bottom of your boot. Oh. To, hmm? to grab, like, snow and ice. Do some research. Some, oh, oh, tennis racks. 
Not those. The snowshoes. <laughs> no, no, no. Like actual tennis rackets. No, no, no. There's, there's these, there's these like ice claw things yeah, that just spikies. stretch onto your boots. I didn't know. Those would be that. nice. Something else that would be neat, and this is kind of what we were trying to get at, um, inside of like our West Virginia trips, would be us like, and, and I don't think that I would go like this hard, but like not bring to this trip, not not to my bachelor party, but like. To, to something else, um, to like not food. take any food with you. I think if we did that, we'd have to go to Alaska. But but like hear, hear me where out we, though. Where if, we could if, fish. If we were to go somewhere and not take any food with us, how much fun would that be, dude? Yeah, that's the, something we would actually have to like plan. The plan. problem with that would be we only could eat things legally. Right. So it would have to be in season for small game and fishing. And we'd have to go to a place that has fishing because, like, right. we if we do it illegally, we'd we'd be on a public park land, right. and it would be very dangerous to illegally right. kill something. Right. That's one of the things I miss out of our society today. Is like, and Casey talks about this a lot. We've talked about it in the past before too. Like, the idea of Western expansion and like whenever people were expanding to the West, like you were going out west and you were on your own with the Indians and you were making your own food and like. All of that stuff is is so attractive, probably because we're extremely privileged. I don't know what it was like. I want to like, be a pirate so bad. <laughs> like an old school pirate. Oh, not, yeah. Not a pirate on a dinghy with an AK. No, like Blackbeard. <laughs> you don't want that kind of pirate, right? I'm the captain, no. <laughs> Look at me. Look at uh, me. No, I'm talking like Blackbeard die of syphilis pirate. <laughs> like it's scurvy and syphilis. Captain has a parrot on his shoulder. Yeah. Jack I can see Sparrow you with an eye me. patch, man. Grow your hair out again. Yeah, dude. Me with long hair, I'd be the best Peg pirate. leg. Yeah, dude. No, I don't want to lose a leg. Eel swashbuckler. <laughs> dude, that'd be so fun. Pirates intrigue me like crazy. Thomas said no. Thomas is not interested in pirates. Give me, give me like the straight, up, the straight up Old West six shooters and leper guns or like Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett. You're, you're a pioneer. Yeah. I'm a pirate. That's something I think is really cool about like horses and stuff. Like how you like ride horses. I think that would be like, hey, how cool would it be to like go off into the middle of nowhere on like a horse? I'm out. Oh, I, I haven't ridden a horse in a long time. I hate horses. I rode a horse once I, and I almost think, died. I think that would, I, I, like, a pack trip would be a lot of fun. So there's a guy. Uh, I think his Dude, name. We gotta do something like this. What's his Let's name? Make it happen. The the survivor man, Les Stroud. Is that his name? Uh, I don't know. Randy Newberg uses uh, alpacas. He does use alpacas. I don't know who that is. I'm much more trusting of an alpaca. Than a horse? Yes. He doesn't, what? Like, he doesn't ride them. He just uses them to like pack it, his gear. Yeah, they take them to camp and then they, you know. Okay, but you're much them. more trusting of an alpaca than a horse? Yes. Dude, horses can freaking kill you. Yeah, yes. but horses get trained and horses like... So do alpacas. So do alpacas. Nah, alpacas are sketchy. No, no. They're also softer. Alpacas. The only thing alpacas are good for are to cut open when it's too cold and live inside <laughs> of it. Oh, dude. No, too a horse, small to do that. A horse could quite Tell that literally to Luke Skywalker. kick me however far it wanted to kick me. Okay? An alpaca, the worst case scenario, kicks me. It hurts a little bit, and I'm like, oh, you little beep. And then that's the end of it. Yeah, but like, yeah, uh, no. Get, horses remember, you know? I'm about if a horse. If a horse has a bad experience with you, that's it. Don't give it a bad experience. What if it's just one of those horses, though? Don't what if it's just one of those angry horses that it just has to have that I mean, connection? I'm not just going to rent a random horse in what, backpack for a week. You're just going to buy week? one from birth and train it for the yeah. next 10 years? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Or I'll take one that I trust someone. See, that's what I just, I, I can't, I can't, I need, I need an alpaca. Go with Randy. That's something that I think is really cool about people that have gardens. They, what? <laughs> <laughs> Alpacas and horses, and that's like... Uh, when, you, when you plant them, when, you're talking about like a self-sufficiency. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your like, your fiance grew a crap ton of tomatoes. Yeah, I know. She's gonna be part of the boog. Yeah. She's gonna, gonna be a valuable part of the boog. Dakota just choked. <laughs> Do you remember? That was fun. Like whenever we used to talk about that. So no, we tried that making was hard tack. We did make well, we hard tack. I still have my hard tack. No. Yeah, the, thing, the, thing, bags, the thing that was not fun about the boog is you guys actually scared me into thinking that the world was ending. Like, 
You, it could, you should dude. be worried about it now more than ever. Yeah, you. Taliban just took I know, Afghanistan. but like yeah. you genuinely made me think that the uh, like this is gonna sound like I'm stupid and I'm crazy, but these three made me believe that my life was over in the next week. We, we had and to make I an needed, hard tack. I needed to figure out how to survive in the middle of the woods. We, we and had like, to make an hard tack. We were making Maggie. hard tack. We had a plan. If the ch- cell towers went down, that's, and that's where why we I like be. the Purge movies so much, dude. I was scared. Yeah, I need to see the new one. It's good. I haven't seen the new one. I've, I've never seen any Boy of them. Bueno. They're so good. There's a TV show. Did you know that? I, didn't, on, I, I haven't on, heard uh, anything. The, on Hulu. The Purge TV it's show? Hulu. Yeah. It's Hulu, it's Hulu. Mm-hmm. What? What okay. are you? There's like a whole series. I don't know. There's at least one season. There might be two. <laughs> Why did no one tell me this? I've, I've never yeah, seen any of them. I so I, I, whenever I built that AR, I'm like, all right, I need, I need an AR because the world's going to end and society's going to collapse and stuff. And then I was kind of like, eh, I mean, I have an AR now. It's cool. I have an AR. But after I watched The Purge last night, the new one, I'm like, I'm really happy I have an AR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. flashlight. Dude, like, I was like chilling. I was fine. I wasn't actually scared. <laughs> and then, do you remember this, Matt? Yeah. The I one, remember this The one well. night we were at the Slip House – and we're sitting there, and Matt and Dakota are in the kitchen making hard tag. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just thinking. And then it just hit me. I was like, oh, my God, the world's going to end. And <laughs> They're making hard tag and bagging it. <laughs> I started freaking out, and Dakota and Matt started laughing at me. But I was, like, having a panic attack. Because we already we all had, had that epiphany. like, two or three months earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, like, you guys were just laughing we at me. We were just in the planning <laughs> stage. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to die. It's I'm going to buy a ghillie suit. <laughs> I'm going to get a ghillie suit and get my bow and hide in the woods. I think you guys are still not taking advantage of my ghillie suit idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think you can run around with it 24-7. Are you crazy? I think a ghillie suit is the best idea. Stand against a brick building. Why Did would you I... see the new Purge movie? No. Dude, if you're running around in a ghillie suit, you're yeah. like a moron. Why would, I run around in a... Why would I run around in a ghillie suit in the city? The ghillie suit is for the forest. I feel like that tree from Fortnite. You were making it sound like that was the only thing you needed to survive the boog. It is. I need a ghillie suit and my wits. Hey, they should make a new Purge movie out of West Virginia. They they did. Cue the banjo. No, no, it's, it's like in the in like, west or something. No, no, Texas. It's, it's Texas, like toward yeah. the, the toward the border. It's co- it, it, We need one like they, redneck purge. They just, they just did, have one out. That's There's already like, a movie. It's called Tucker and Dale versus Evil. No, no, no. It's already a movie, and it's a real story. It's called The Hatfields and McCoys. Have you never, have you never heard about the Hatfields and McCoys? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I'm just literally. I'm trying to remember what it is. It's literally two families that purged each other. Dude, your face when he said that. They, I mean, we watched the Hatfield and McCoy movie. Dude, you just black like and white. This, it looked like you I, don't had a I think it's in color. But like the Hatfield and McCoys are two families that had beef and they just murdered each other. Was it was it Virginia or I've Ohio? Seen that movie a long oh, time ago. I think it's Ohio and West Virginia. Either one. They're both nuts. There was there was one family that was on one side of the border and one family that was on the other side and they just started murdering each other. There's a there's a quad trail. In their land yeah, now, yeah, the Hatfield yeah. McCoy Trail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you should watch that because it's Hatfield real. Hatfield McCoy Trail is in West Virginia. Yeah, but yeah. like it, it was in West Virginia and another bordering Read state. Like a brief synopsis of the story. Okay. Real quick here. I don't remember why the com- conflict happened. I think someone married someone, and it was bad. Um. <coughs> 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 okay, Hatfields and McCoys. Two American Appalachian mountaineer families who, with their kinfolk and neighbors, engaged in a legendary feud that attracted nationwide attention in the 1880s and 1890s and prompted judicial and police actions, one of which drew up an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court in 88. That's it? That's all you're giving me? That's all it said. They, like, like straight up murdered each other. Just slaughtered. (laughs) Families lived on opposite sides of a border stream, the Tug Fork. Uh, the McCoys in Pike County and the Hatfields in Logan County. Oh, I've, I've County. watched this. Mo- I've watched the movie. Oh, so it's West Virginia. It's West Virginia. It's just West Virginia. So it, yeah. I was there was a border. Opposite sides of the stream. The stream. Yeah. I I have watched the movie now. It was a long time ago. I mean, I know about the Hatfield McCoys. I just didn't piece those pieces together. 
If that happens. Ah, uh, one of them stole a hog. That was it. Bummer. <laughs> one friggin' hog. That's crazy, West Virginia. The animosities had built up and occasional fights had broken out. The first major bloodletting did not occur until 1882 when Ellison Hatfield was mortally shot in a brawl with McCoys, and in revenge, the Hatfields kidnapped and executed three McCoy brothers, Tolbert, Famer, and Randolph Jr. Hey, do I, you just, guys- I just need you guys to know that that story still happens in West Virginia all the time. <laughs> I actually know a guy that murdered his wife. Yeah, you've told us about that like a million times. Well, it's scary. I kn- he murdered his wife and left her body in the front yard, and the cops came and found her body, and he was Jeez. like, I didn't do it. And he's just chilling. He's not in jail. No proof. He lives He lives right across the hill from Pap. You guys remember back like <laughs> four years ago whenever we would just like do nothing during the week and we'd like hang out sometimes like at night on weekdays like, and just like if we wanted to get together and watch a movie, we'd just get together and watch a movie. Yeah, when we were all still in college. Yeah, I, re- I kind of miss that. I mean, I miss the spontaneous camping trips whenever I'd have to get up and haul out of the woods at 5 a.m. because I had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was fun. I just like, uh, like, I want to like, watch up. I want to watch that movie yeah, like, though, I'm like married. with all of you guys and like take like right now an evening and watch it. But like, why do we not? Why do we not? Like, I could do that and I could just wake up early tomorrow and you're, hate my life. You're the one that doesn't do it. Give me a heads up. I'll schedule around it. <laughs> you're always like, ah, I can't. I'm working. Although now Mateo started school, so I got to be up at 6 a.m. every day. So so basically we just have to plan for weekends. Well, no, we could plan for weeks. I just – Just remember whenever we all just didn't have anything to do but <laughs> Hey, I say we all move to another country and just be cocaine dealers. I'm sorry? What? Dude, this, 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 trip, this mission trip might put me over the edge to do something crazy. I genuinely think it will, <laughs> and that's why I really want you to come because it like – the hippie, the hippie side of me, is from going on these trips, and then, but like I, it's kind of scaring me because if if you become the hippie too, then we're gonna have an issue. There's too many hippies. We'll have to get a van if we're. <laughs> me and you already want to live machine. in a van. You gotta get the mystery machine, dude. If our entire group becomes hippies, we're gonna have an issue because then we're not gonna do anything for the rest of our lives. I don't know. I'll man. keep us grounded. Don't worry. Okay. Thomas is married now. Except spread the good word, brothers. <laughs> I'll become a Southern Gospel hippie. Southern Gospel hippie. Those two don't really go together, but I just, sh- just want to shoot stuff. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe you can go on an African hunt. No. The only foreign hunting trip I would consider going, well, I mean, I would I would hunt Alaska. I don't I wouldn't like go out of the United States, I don't think. Maybe Canada. I want I think like a a hunt that I would f- have to fly to. I would like to hunt Lanai Island in Hawaii. Whoa. Interesting. What's there? Endless herds of deer. Really? No natural predators. Huh. Oof. They said I was listening to the guys um, on Meat Eater talk about it with Joe Rogan, and they said he he was telling them about it because he's hunted down there before, and he said all you have to have is a license and you have unlimited bag limits. <laughs> no. What? He said you can go there with your gun and just shoot like six deer. How okay? Well, like logistically, how would you even get six deer back to the United States? I have no idea. Or back well, to he, Pittsburgh? He's say, like he's saying, you, you can do that. Freezer plane. That'd be crazy. Huh. Freezer plane. You could you could just feed your family for a year and then go back the next year. Yeah, sure. Save all, all the money you saved on uh, groceries. You get in the deer. And then you're just eating yeah. the one thing. Yeah, like you save the money on groceries, then fly back to the island. Yes. The only thing about that is that like any of these trips or any of this stuff that we're talking about doing is all temporary. So yeah, it might be invigorating for a while, but you know there's a safety Until net in the back of your head. Until we make it our living. Just permanently move to Lanai Island and hunt deer for the rest of my life. That's not my dream. Uh, but living in Hawaii, we could make a we could make a common ground there. Wait, are you talking about moving to like to the? Are you talking about moving off grid? Yes. Dude, I'm not thinking Hawaii. I, but, to move but I could move off grid in Hawaii. I'm not moving off grid Hawaii, bro. 
Then you got to worry about storms. Thing is, we, we all talk about a setback. You get four or five years of progress, and then in like half an hour, it's just that's gone. true. Wait, so how do we all convince? No. How do we all convince our significant others to to we move to move on? <laughs> <laughs> we, we just leave them. We would. I would. I would. Here's if the, we were moving somewhere, I would say one of like the northern border states, like Idaho, Montana, or one of the Dakotas. No, listen, listen. We we really? all we all pull our money like together. That's what we want. No, listen. We we all pull we all pull our money together, and we buy a house, and then we move all of our stuff into our house without telling the significant others, and then we. Bring them all Fake there. Fake our own deaths. No, yeah, we bring oh. we bring them all there, and then we just leave, and we all just bought them a house, and it, they can have it, and they just they take care of that, and we're off the grid in like a different country. <laughs> Thomas literally just got married. See, I will my, not be doing that. My thing is like if if I have like like serious talk, like moving out of the country for like like permanently or at least like long term, mm-hmm. like I mean I, I I couldn't like do it in the country, like I couldn't just go to Wyoming and do it, like I'd I'd have to go like go go, oh, like yeah. point of no return go, you oh, know what I mean? Okay. Like I'd need to make it my new life. Hey, you like, know I would have that's... to leave this place behind. Did you behind. guys watch that movie that Macker talked about? Which one? No. Talked um, about eighty five. No, the oh jeez, um, into the wild or something. Yeah. You did, we didn't watch it together. You I did may, not you watch it. It's about a guy that. who literally did that. Okay. Who just dropped his life and went? Yeah. What's it like called? dropped out of college and just like went. What's I think it? it's called Into the Wild. But like, what do you do? How there's, do you... That, there's a guy on uh, watch, watch Alaskan something. He sold everything that he had. He was like working like a white collar job like Matt, like a financial planner or something. And he was really big in the city. He sold everything he had, took all of his money, bought a plot of land in Alaska that you could only get to by hiking, got dropped off, hiked to it, built a house. <laughs> See, that is like badass. It's so bad. That is so badass. I don't know. Do you know something I else like is... to think that I could do it, but then the other part of me is like, could you though? Yeah, I, I don't you know. Could. You'd figure it out. Or you'd die. Yeah. Something that either way, cool. I'm content. Whenever I was at the airport, whenever we went on vacation last week, there's some cars there that have been there for like a year or two that people just drove there and got on a plane and they never came back. Mm-hmm. And like, where did those people go to? When Isn't I went cool. When I went to Jamaica, I was talking to this old couple. They've been there for two years. They they went on they went because they retired. And they went there for vacation and they were like, oh, let's stay. That's so cool. It's awful that the world we live in, you can't do that till you retire. Yeah. I was just going to say, because like, no matter what you do, no matter what way you look at it, money's established. Unless you are literally in the smallest village of Africa, like they have some kind of currency system, and you're going to run out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. You just sucks. put a big damper I know. on our journey. That, that's literally the only thing that, like, tr- I mean, obviously Kylie's here now. But even before that, the only thing holding me back was the fact that, like, eventually I'm going to run out of money. Like, I didn't win the lottery. Can we just win the lottery? Could we just steal the lottery? We're going to have to cut that out. One of us just (laughs) needs to become Conor McGregor. Wait, maybe we should add Jake Lydic into our group, and he can just play the Powerball like crazy. Jake Jake Lydic does play the Powerball like crazy, and I've talked to him about it, and if he wins— He said he's giving us a share. No, he's going to buy a warehouse, and we're going to pimp out that warehouse to become our content house. He wants us to, like, stream video games, do this, and, like, that. that's his dream. Oh, is that cool. he wins the Powerball to buy a warehouse for us to do this stuff. See, forget about all of that. Let's just get a plot of land somewhere and I then know. just kill In our food Wyoming. and eat it. <laughs> Imagine thinking about, like, they're stressing. The only thing that you have to stress about is, like, what you're going to eat tomorrow. And, like, you have to go out and hunt yeah, food and cook like, it. Like, that's it. That no, sounds no calming, bills. but that's very stressful. No bills. Like, like, it, like if no money, money is taken care of, like, if, like, like, Powerball money, like hundreds of millions of dollars taken care of, that is... Way more than enough to sustain literally even all of us together for the rest of our lives. As long as we don't just all go buy yachts, you know? I can invest it properly so we don't erode the principal and we can live off the interest. There you go. We are the perfect crew. We literally have everything we <laughs> Let's need. Let's do it. <laughs> Between our group of like how many of us? I'll get a ghillie not... suit. <laughs> Stop. Jaden can be our avid bow hunter who goes for weeks at a time. 
never kills anything. <laughs> Thomas can actually feed us. <laughs> Take, takes him three weeks to get a single rabbit. I come back and Thomas has like 12 deer. <laughs> yeah, the old, the old 30 odd six really pulled through for me. Yeah, but what happens when you run out of ammo? I got it. And I'll start using a boat. We buy it's more true. because we have the money to. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Come on. No more Russian ammo, though. Why? This is kind of making me Bam. sad. Really? The band hammer came down on it. Really? No way. Yeah. I got a, I got a box of Russian I ammo too. in my. <laughs> the band hammer Tall came ammo. Down Crazy on Joe. I have the 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 red. What is it? Red army. <laughs> yeah, I have the red <laughs> army. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I do have five hundred rounds of it. Band hammer. Wait, like band as in we can't buy it, or band as I need to hide mine. Can't can't buy it. No way. Why? No more imports. Why? Because Biden hates us. No no Russia money. Just, just like you know, Cuban cigars. Nope. Cheapest ammo I can get. Why would they want to give it to me? Fair. That's what I saw this thing. It was like the first company in America that figures out how to make good steel case ammo. They just got rich, dude. Yeah. Because like that's what cheap Russian ammo was, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just cheap and good, and it worked. Yeah. And hmm. no more. No, it's just the range ammo. Yeah. No more, man. See, that's why a part of me. Is a little. This sounds awful. There's no good way to put this. Whatever. Yeah. A part. A part of me is kind of intrigued by a societal collapse in a way because. That's why you love the purge movies? Yes, because that free that freedom that we're talking about of like you are completely and utterly on your own com- comes to fruition. You yes. are completely and utterly on your own. All you have to worry like about societal is societal like surviving. Is really like the only thing that holds that back. Yeah. And that's really it. Honestly. Yeah. And it sucked because there's like killing and like it would be brutal. It would be awful. But like it's not a good thing. But that is primal. That is nature. That is completely and utterly the essence of nature. Is just everybody, every man for themselves, surviving. Do you know that's so cool? That is why judges intrigued me so much. Oh shit! Bringing it all back. There's so much mass murder. Like why? Why is there so much mass murder? Yeah. Like there's when uh, 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 Samson. When he got married, he married this chick and then at his wedding gave a riddle to all the Philistines that were in the wedding. And the Philistines couldn't figure out the riddle. So they got his wife to find the answer. She found the answer. He told the – he was like, yeah, that's it. And then went out and just murdered a bunch of people because he was angry that they figured it out. <laughs> It's like, wh- why did you do that? Yeah. Why did you give them the riddle in the first place, you freak? Yeah. But uh, that's that's it. I don't know what that was, but it was fun. I don't know what we call that. I'm going to call it mission strip, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I don't know. I enjoyed that because, like, it, it more than anything, we talked about our desires. Yeah. Well, I think that's inside of – well, it's not inside of every man. But it's inside of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, the primal desire. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely not inside most people anymore. No. I just. I don't know. And then the people that do have it, they don't want it. What do you mean? I mean, think about like the Middle East. Think about Afghanistan right now. Oh, those right. People, those people do not want what's happening. Yeah, yeah. We probably don't even really know what we're asking for. Okay, so so what would we do? <laughs> say say that happens to America. Oh, I guess we're not talking about that on this podcast. Okay, but it's not. We're the not s- telling people what we're gonna do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's not the same as America because America's so big. So like, if that happened to one state, it would be more like that. But mm-hmm. like, that's true. We're so big. Yeah. That like, if if a group took over the government buildings, it doesn't really affect our lives at all. Well, it will. It it would affect Imagine our lives, but not in the same way that it would affect the Afghanistan people. Because like that's they're, they're so much smaller that it, it it affects them, but like in that situation where say that we were in a small country like that and completely got taken over, are you running for the airport? I, I mean, you have heck I, no. no. <laughs> Everybody's going to the airport. I'm not going there. Yeah, I mean, but I don't it, know. That's the only way to get out of the country. Join the what's join the Northern Alliance. Fight against them. They've been doing that for the last two decades. Look at them now. I don't know. Like, I, like genuinely, I don't know what I would do. I don't do. know. Well, I don't know. Because, like, because the only thing that it seems like they can do is run. 
try and get out. That's like the, that's exactly what you said. Like that's that airport is their only way out. Unless they just somehow slither through the cracks to another country that's in the not other much borders, better. in the other borders, like, they don't. That's want what them. happened in the most recent Purge movie, though. Right. Like, but they, they don't want them. You got to watch the most recent Purge movie. Um, I, I got to watch all of them. I haven't seen any of them. Don't None do. of them go together. They're so. Good. Yeah, but I'm, I got to understand what I'm. But in, in the most together. recent, they open up the borders for a uh-huh. short period of time, and everyone just flocks to the border. And like, there's people trying to. Yeah, keep they have it. what? It's what is crazy. it? Six hours. They yeah, open it yeah. For six hours, and then it gets so bad that they're like, "Hey, d- nope, done." And so then, then they were like almost there. America's just burning to the ground, and everyone is. It's just. It's a mess. It's. It's exactly what we're talking. about. It's complete and utter anarchy. It's just. It's a mess. But it's if you're awful. if you're Afghanistan, the bordering countries don't want you. You can't go there. The only place to go is the airport to come to America. Well, they no, they take them. That airport takes them to Europe. There's some people going to Europe. Yeah, I was huh. gonna say, and then depending on their paperwork, they can go to America. Wow, that would be awful, man. I feel so bad. I haven't really put a lot of thought Dude, into what's bad. going on over it's there. It's bad, bad. And there's the only reason, from what I've understood on what I've seen, is that the only reason the situation hasn't taken a full blown bad turn is because I guess the Qatari army is there. And for whatever reason, Taliban don't want to mess with Qatar. Don't know what I don't know if it's the money. I think it's the endless pool of money that they have. Hmm. You know, I think that's more so what it is. But yeah, like the Qatari army's at the airport with us and the French and everything like what? that. And they just they, they the Qatari army was like, don't do it. Like just don't do it. And they were like, okay. What's their goal? What are they trying to do? <clears throat> Kill everybody. Is that just it? They literally. I, I guess they apparently literally killed women because they didn't cook very good food. Aww. That was it right there. They're. But by taking they're, over they're, the government, what are they trying to do? Reinstate not have a, not have a government. Law. Yeah, they want Islam. like oh, their tribal like, Islam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like <clears throat> the floods. Rules. The floods of Islam. Yes. All right. Like to the T. Hey, I mean, your religious war is your religious war. You want to die for it? I'll kill you for it. <laughs> I'm sure they'd take the help right now. Yeah. You guys want to join the military and go kill some terrorists? No. <laughs> no. Dakota, you got yeah, your killing money. contracting, I'm all for. Nah. <laughs> ah. I mean, See, that's what we're looking for. I'll give, me, I'll a, a hired gun. I'll give we, me a desert ghillie suit. Can we, train, <laughs> can we just die hard train for the next like five to eight years and then just get a full-blown military contractor for the Middle East? I think you have to have military experience to be able to do something. Well, I, I mean, I guess not if we just go on our own. We're gonna get our guns over there. All right, all right, all right. One guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We're gonna get canceled. Jamie, you gotta get your pilot's license. Yeah, yeah. Jake gets the Powerball, buys a C-17. Jaden knows how to fly, and we're good. All you gotta do is get us a puddle jumper. We'll take extra gas and land in the middle of the ocean, refill, and then fly the rest of the way. But how good is my ghillie suit in a plane? (laughs) We'll need it in a plane. All right. Water suit. We're at an hour and six minutes. <laughs> that was that was something. <laughs> I mean, this is at least a podcast that isn't as serious and people will laugh at. Right. True. So I, I hope think it's good to take a step back every now and then. Yeah. I hope that you're listening to this on Monday morning and we put you in a good mood for the rest of your day. Because <laughs> uh, I'm in a good mood. So uh, this has been the Common Chaos Podcast episode 32. Check us out on Instagram at the Common Chaos Project. I think we're going to start trying to post some more stuff. I keep saying that, but we're actually trying. So this will come out in two weeks, but I just posted one. Yeah, so we better post again before two weeks. (laughs) Uh, We also need videos at Jaden. I'm going to just die. (laughs) Uh, So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.